Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Forever. Dog. Welcome to an all new midnight snack, everyone. It's me, your friend, fellow blockhead, Michelle Collins. Uh, it really is looking very blocky. It's a blockness monster. Look at that. It's blocky and blockness monster. And I didn't put an eyeliner on today, but I did everything else normal. Yeah. I think it looks okay. It looks great. Oh, it looks- it's just, I, I, you know what? I'm going to be kind to myself because we're in a pandemic and I don't want to do this. I don't want to pull a Lizzo where one day I'm like, I feel hot. I feel great. And the next day I'm like, I'm a big steaming pile of diarrhea. Wait, did, is that what she did? 
Yeah, direct quote. <laughs> really? Direct quote. Ooh. No, but she's been Lizzo. And by the way, that's of course Dan Acton. It's Midnight Snack. Hi, everybody. No, Lizzo, um, God bless. You know, she inspires a lot of people. Yeah. But she lately has been going through something that I've been following quite closely only because... It just makes me laugh. Like, for example, I feel like bloated today. Like, I just feel fat faced today. And it's okay. It's I think since I got back from my trip, I haven't really moved. And so I'm eating more and I'm just I have nothing to live for. Just kidding. So I'm like, oh, no, but you know what I mean? I'm just like, I have no motivators here. So I'm just like, oh, you know, whatever. And I'm and I watch Lizzo and Lizzo's like, I guess when I'm feeling, you know, unattractive. Right. I don't then as a result bend over and take a picture of like the inside of my ass cheeks and post them on Instagram and go, God, I feel you guys feeling good. I'm not feeling good today. And that's like the caption. It's just not what I do. Um, I have to find this. Is this real? Like, is this real? It's, I mean, this was not her caption to this particular picture. I'll, I'll pull it up because it really did make me laugh. Um, But no, she's been, even Lizzo, even our queen Lizzo has been going through it. This picture. I mean, and I'm scrolling. I actually don't follow her. Like, I think um, this is the picture she posted. Damn. It's great. And it's, you know what? Yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you can't say anything else. Oh, well, I'm not going to. Well, I really would not like you not to. Interestingly <laughs> enough, I would prefer you don't say anything about it. Okay. Why do I look so orthodox? What has changed? Do I need, is it, why is my hair so wiggy these days? What is wrong with me, Dan? I think it's something in the air. I, I just took off my my like flannel shirt because I felt like a little sausage just to. I'm feeling like, this top. I have to before Ryan O'Connell gets here. I'm going to change my shirt. I think I'm not feeling this top. I'm just not. I think it's great. That's all there is to it. I also decided to pop a lip zit, which um, <laughs> li- um, limp lips it, and I. Uh... <laughs> hey Trace, can you edit this entire opening know, segment out? This? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I want to see your like list of topics for this, like first. Hey, hey, uh, hey, Trace, wait, let me get my list of topics out. It's like a duty stained piece of toilet paper. I'm like, I'm right on schedule, actually. Um, <laughs> and the and the stain is me, for the record. No, you know, I don't know. I'm fine. I'm doing well. Uh, I did test negative for CoCoCoV, and mm. so that feels very nice. Yeah, uh, I'm good. Corona and Paba free, and I feel good about it because i was worried that i was bringing you know the uk strain in i'm yeah. sure you know a little bit about that right right right. so that makes me feel should i go red maybe i should dye my hair red that would look psychotic <laughs> if i <laughs> if i showed up like kathy griffin ginger next week you would be like you would put me in a 5150 hold you'd be like mish has legitimately lost her fucking mind I don't know, Dan. Why are we feeling this way? If we're feeling this way and Lizzo is feeling Lizzo, who is the queen of not giving a fuck yeah. and like feeling beautiful and body positivity. Yeah. You know, then what hope is there for us? I don't know. Like I let my hair grow sort of the first year yeah. of pandemic. And for the second year, I might shave it. I think. Ooh, you look good with the shave. I love a man with a shaved head. You know me. I know. I think like everybody else will be doing the opposite, but I'll be like the hot one this time. Like, I think it'll be good. No, I like that. Maybe that's what I should do. I should go full V for Vendetta. Uh, Shave my head. Yeah, that's a great idea. I'm going to shave my tits and then shave my head. I'm going to have bald. Dan, are you there? Dan. Dan, come back. Dan, come back. Um, we're going to talk about Army Hammer. What is there to talk about? Now, I should warn everyone, we are recording this podcast 
a week basically before it's released, which kind of does like, I feel like by next Tuesday, there could be a literal overthrow of the government and we wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm only saying that to people so that they understand if we're not covering, you know, if I'm talking about like Lilo and Samantha Ronson, <laughs> you know, it's because we're recording this a bit beforehand. And I know Dan has some hot Samron goss he's going to come up with. But Dan, talk to me first and foremost. Uh-huh. How are you? You look great. Oh, thank you. What's new? Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm good. Like it's like you say, it's only been a couple days, but uh, I know eh, it's been a pretty good week. Um, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Showing me the. Uh, Why? Well, before I remove it from my phone. Yeah, go on. Go on. Go on. Um, I was going to talk to you about like I, I did watch an interesting movie this week uh, that. Uh, Can I guess? March of the Penguins. No. <laughs> <laughs> let me guess. Please let me guess. Well, I well I have heard of it <laughs> because I texted you about it. I know what movie you texted me about. Okay, tell people what it is, okay. and I have questions. Go. It's called Another Round. It's from like Norway or something like that. But it's about. Can I say who directed it? Yes, Thomas Vinterberg, who, if I'm not mistaken, directed one of my favorite movies. Watch, I'm like, I am such a cinephile, and I'm going to get this wrong. He definitely did, though. He directed one of my favorite movies um, called The Celebration or Festin. Oh, uh, which. Yeah. yeah, which was from 1998, and it's that was um, almost positive dog me 95, um, which is a. F- dog, have we, dog, why are you laughing at me? <laughs> it's cat me 95, and it's just people. Cat me 95 is just people looking their absolute worst. It's a movie totally normal, but there's just no hair and makeup people. Yeah. <laughs> That's cat me. Dog Me is, um, I have to assume there's also no hair and makeup. It's like the most authentic, you know, mode of filmmaking where you're not allowed to, if you shoot at a location, every prop at that location has to be there. You're not allowed to bring anything in. There's like a whole um, manifesto uh, with all these rules. I used to be very into film, as you know, Dan, in the 90s when I was like young. And now I'm like, you know, now I'll watch 25 minutes of Mulan and then I'll go right back to those antiques roadshow reviews caps because i'm just done but anyway take it away so go on it's called uh, it's called another round and it's about these uh friends mm. who are in a midlife crisis and uh bored at work they're like high school teachers a couple of them are their names dan and michelle yeah they're dan and michelle <laughs> that's why i was so interested that's the only oh, way, that's so that's the only way funny. i watch a movie these days as if it's literally about me yeah yeah. go on um Um, and mm -hmm. one of them reads an article or something that says like that humans have a naturally low alcohol level and so Mm. to operate optimally and have a healthy relationship and a healthy life you need to operate at a 0.5 percent blood alcohol level 0.5 or 0.05 0.05 okay 0.5 is different that's that's a little different um, and so they decide to test it out, and there are these rules where, like, you always have to maintain 0.05, but then you stop drinking at 8 every night. Oh, I see. And, so there's, yeah. like, recovery time. Yeah, so, there's, so, it doesn't, time. so you don't wake up hungover and anything else. And uh, for at least the first part of the movie, uh, it really improves everybody's lives. <laughs> and, and they're much better at, like, you know, they're much more available to their in their relationships, and, like, they're much nicer to their students or thinking of these creative ways to teach them and uh i was thinking about it i haven't done it and how did it end well you can i'm sorry you can't give our listeners (laughs) for some movie that literally nobody is going to watch it's not like people are going 
Just tell me how it ends. Okay, so... Does someone get into a drunk driving accident? That's no, where half no, my no, mind no, no, immediately no. goes. One, okay. It, 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 the ending to me is kind of dumb. Like, the in the last third, they decide, like, oh, if this is, like, good because everybody's loving their lives, more might be better, which is obviously a stupid idea. This is us in the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. So then they start pouring, mm-hmm. like, Cesaracs, which, like, once you start pouring a Cesarec cocktail, it's, like... It's over. I've never had it. It's, it's I've a never New had Orleans it. thing with like absinthe. No and, thanks. Yeah, not for me. Yeah, exactly. No. Um, and so things go downhill from there, and like they uh, one. Did you trip, like the movie? Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. Because I'll be honest, the recap <laughs> needed some spice. <laughs> I'm waiting for the big reveal. Yeah. I thought you were going to open up. I thought you were bringing this up so that you're like. I thought there was going to be a question. Now, Michelle, would you blah blah blah? Would and you, it's, I'm waiting. You know, what would, is it? Would you? Take part in this experiment. I am taking part in it. That's the whole point. Yeah, okay. Hello. I bought a bottle of wine at my uh, market, yeah. right? Which um, was is bad. And you know what I'm doing the second this podcast is over? Marching my big white ass back in there. I know the guy. Obviously, it's like my local place. Yeah. I always go there. Yeah. I'll be very nice. Of course, we're friendly. Right. And I'm going to say, hey, I, I posed this question on my radio show where I was like, should I take it back? Because it just seems... You know, I, I'm weird about sending food back yeah. like and, and drink. It's funny because in a restaurant, it wouldn't even be a question. If it was bad, I would 100% say something. Right. But I also bought mandarin oranges from the market. I'm not going to take those back, though, because <laughs> I had to pick my battles here. And those were, but they were like $5 for like five expensive. Yeah. And they were bad. They were like too loose. You know, when the skin yeah, is yeah. like, when the thing inside has shriveled too much. Uh, and I couldn't eat them. And I'm like, well, I, I'd rather lose my five and get the wine. But now that I'm seeing myself in the Zoom, I'm like, well, I look like, um, you know, I always call myself the Mad Max smoking ladies and nothing's changed. That's <laughs> Wait, how many, what I'm looking like how right much now. How wine what? Level did you drink? I, I poured a glass. Oh, okay. And I did not pour the glass back in. You know what I mean? I left it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I, I like told the story once. Pork right back in and the, with the floor. No, on. I told the story once about when my mom. We had relatives over in Miami Beach in, when I was really little, and I know I've told this before, but this woman comes in, some long distant cousin. For some reason, my DNA, and I don't know why this is. I mean, God bless my family, but just like I, every cousin's fucked up. Like I hope none of them listen to this. I don't think they do. <laughs> Uh, and I'm not talking people like distant, distant cousins. I'm talking the people who my family like directly communicates with. Right. I, we have no normal family, but maybe that's everybody. Maybe everyone's family's fucked up. And like the people that I know are like the normal or smart ones <laughs> from the family, right, you right, know. Right. But in the meantime, we had this old woman, long dead, I'm sure, come into my parents' uh, flat. Just kidding. Apartment. Can you imagine? <laughs> and um, come in. And do you know what she did? No, I'm joking. Uh, she, my mother poured her a glass of orange juice from the Tropicana yeah, Carton. Yeah. She sat down, had four or five sips. When she got it to leave, she picked the glass up, poured the remainder of it back in the carton. What? You could see my mother's body. You could see my mother, Looney Tune style, the souls fly up into heaven. She will bring it up to the, I actually should call, wait, can I actually call my mom? Let's call Judy for a minute because I want my, my mom retelling the story. I think we'll make for good. We haven't talked to my mom on the podcast really in a long time. Let's see if she picks up. Look at my lip pimple. I fucked with it. Such an idiot. Never should have touched it. Oh, brother, and the stupid shirt that I have on. Listener, not much I can say. She better pick up. What else is she doing? She's home. I'll kill her. Can you? Oh, she texted just now. She wrote, I'm on the loo. 
how um, ETA call you in two minutes. Okay. okay. Right. So in two minutes, oh brother, I'm not telling her why she's calling. She's gonna. That's really. She's literally gonna shit laughing. She'll have to run back to the loo. I'm on the loo. What an idiot. <laughs> Yesterday she texted me something about TikTok, but her phone kept correcting it to TikTok. And when I tell what? you that I was <laughs> TikTok, it, it did talk to took like oh. I took something somewhere. But when you read it, it was TikTok. I was tears were cannonballing out of my eye sockets. I was dying laughing. But anyway, what what other fodder is there? I mean, I watched some of the impeachment things. Um, I found it mesmerizing in a way. It was almost yeah. meditative yeah. just to see these people who have dedicated their lives to either helping people or ruining people. Like you're either on one side, you're on either side of history. Yeah. You've either dedicated your life to making sure that your constituents are absolutely fucking miserable <laughs> and have like no freedoms at all. You don't accept the freedom to like, um, raise as many kids as you want and like own a gun. And then the other people who are like, I'd like to feed my constituents and maybe give them a meal. Yeah. It was interesting. I feel like by the time we, this comes out next Tuesday, um, so much will have changed <laughs> yeah, I know, that I know, I know. this is genuinely talking about politics is almost deadly. Are we in the mood maybe for a hint of advice? Oh yeah. It's been a minute since Dan and I have done advice. Here's a good one. How do I deal with a jealous friend? Mm. I'm like, dear Ask Amy. My name is Michelle. I have a friend named Dan. <laughs> Joking. Uh, I met one of my closest friends in college. You know, this is a good question, especially because we have a lot of artists who listen to this podcast. Mm -hmm. And I think, haven't we all had a jealous friend? Yes. And, and by the way, haven't I been jealous of a friend? I'm thinking like, I think we've all been there a little bit. I can't think recently... I'm professional friends. Maybe yeah. personal friends. I can't, I genuinely can't think of a time I've been jealous. Maybe if they've been, you know, fallen in love or I'm thinking, yeah. but even then I can't, no, I see it more as like motivation. Like I want to, I could do that too. I don't know. I could, that's how I look yeah. at it, but I will say professionally, certainly here and there. And I've had friends, you know, who it's always that funny line too, where like, if you don't get along with someone and then you say like, she or he's jealous, it's like, are you fucked up? Yeah. Like, why would you immediately jump to that right, conclusion? Right, right. But I do believe, I think you can sniff it out sometimes when someone, it just isn't acting in your best interests. You, you can tell. Yeah, sure. That's just, I, I feel like I've gotten better, not good, but better at reading uh, negative energy off of someone and just knowing when they're actually being shitty. Mm. And um, I think in my 39th year of breathing, I've learned to cut him out of my life. Now, here's the question. My mom called. I denied the call. I met one of my closest friends in college, and she's a great person most of the time. Mm. The one thing that really bothers me is that she's jealous of people in our field who are successful. Okay, so far... Okay. This is normal. Yeah. Uh, anytime someone we know or a random person that has a similar age to us is successful, she gets jealous. By the way, this question is already dumb. She'll say things like, why isn't that me? Or just, ugh. <laughs> this is literally about me. It's making me more and more annoyed as time goes on. And I notice it more. Of course, I also worry that she'll direct it at me. I, I thought this was going to be a jealous friend of you. This is yeah. so, everyone has jealous friends. Yeah, Everybody's yeah, yeah. jealous at all times. What are yeah. we talking about here? She says, I've been hesitant to tell her when I get job interviews. This is interesting. Or offers because I don't know if she's honest in her congratulations what do i do let me say that i had a friend many years ago we're still acquainted but not good friends who when i got a job and i won't obviously give any details out um her response could not have been cuntier and she was like well how much are they paying you this is like many many years ago she asked how much i was getting paid and then when i said to be fair i also was very insecure at the time and still am remember how the show started but i'm in a much better place these days and i think i said something like oh i think i've gained weight and she went yeah you really look like you have what and i was like 
like oh, that really same night same night so i was like okay something's up i mean dan how have you dealt with friends like this um i'm actually very like averse to confrontation and so yeah that's I'm that's doing, why we get along yeah i, I think so, so <laughs> yeah so, mm-hmm. so if i'm doing better than somebody and i know they're kind of like that i will go out of my way to like not say it to their face and let them find out another way I I think you're actually, that's almost the kinder thing to do because there is a line of bragging almost, you know, there's a line, especially if you know that someone's in a bad place as a friend, you don't want to be like, I have, you know, I I feel like I'm very careful with this. Like if something good happens to me and a friend of mine is in like dire straits in a similar situation, I just don't tell them. Yeah. Yeah, or if yeah. I tell them, it's very like dipping like the tippy tip tip toe into the waters because yeah. you also have to be sensitive to other people. Right. And and the way I'm thinking of this is a person who had screwed me over in the past. So I, oh, I have the it. right to come back at them. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm so like averse to that, that I, I just kind of like live my mm. life and let them find out. I think the best advice is just to live your life. And you know what? I bet you, Amy, and we're going to call my mom back in one second. Amy says it may be impossible to address how your friend feels internally when good things happen to other people, but she, you could say to her, I want you to stop sighing and complaining. It's exhausting and rude. That's not good advice. Wow, that's, that's terrible that's really advice. Bad. This is it's exa- if someone go on. This is what you should say is like, oh, you could do that. You could do that too. Like, why Encouraging. Yes. Come on. Yeah. That's really stupid. You know what if I would say, says, actually? Um, come on. Sorry. If someone says, Ugh, and I'd be like, can I just, this is going to be me. Wait, Dan, let's, let's role play for a minute. You be the jealous friend. Not of me of like, be like, oh my God, did you hear Carl got hired at Google? Ugh. You know, Dan, Dan, I've been, it's really hard for me to go here and I'm really sorry. I know that you've been through a lot recently, but um, I just have to tell you something like this energy that you're giving off recently, this and the ugging and the ugging and everything else. Truly, and I say this as a friend to you, yeah. it's exhausting <laughs> and it's and it's rude. Okay? So maybe you want to check it a little bit. Check it a little bit. Hey, how about instead text Carl, congrats? Check your attitude for a minute. Wow. When a friend has something good happen. Really now, how would that how would you react if I did that to you? What a what a great response. Thank you, friend. You set me straight. You're welcome. You know what? Thank you for accepting my criticism. That's adult. That, that's adult. Hey, you know, Dan, if you could see my face, I'm, my eyes are little slits. I mean, by the way, I'm a great actor. Like, why am I not hired? See, I'm going to ugh next time a friend gets hired on some show. I'm like, have they heard my confrontation voice? I'm good. Anyway, uh, it goes on to say you can offer her the opportunity to have a real conversation about her fears. Oh, God, this is horrible. You're not asking her to pretend to be happy all the time, but you can and should ask her to bring them up directly instead of appending them to passive aggressively insult people. I think it says here. that's just terrible advice. You can never talk about anybody. No, literally never <laughs> talk shit about anyone. Yeah. I've really tried to check myself on talking shit about people, but I have to admit that in the past week, I really <laughs> fell into a trap. And I have to tell you, I don't have any regrets. It felt good. I know people talk shit about me. I know, I know for a fact that they do. And it's okay. And I, I, I always think they, I chalk it up to like, A, I, I can be annoying. Let's start there. But B... Uh, I mean, well, Dan, you've known me well enough. I always mean well. And I feel like it's just one of those things where I do sometimes think, well, don't look into my plate. 
You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I will like sort of kid people behind their back, but I don't think, have I ever talked ab- actual shit about anybody to you? You know ever? what? You really, um, I don't think you have, I don't do it a lot yeah. either. Don't you think yeah, yeah. I'll complain sometimes? Like I'll, I'll bring something up about someone, but it's not yeah. like, Oh, that dumb bitch. Yeah. Like fuck <laughs> them. It's just like, wow, this is an annoying thing that this person does yeah, like I don't, I don't, and i don't do it that often I no like i even do that I'll, I'll do it if i i think it's funny like if it's a funny if well, it's a funny remark then i'll just say it and then i'll be like oh, i didn't really mean that <laughs> well there's one person in particular who like lately has really been scratching that itch for me uh, where i'm just like oh this is a funny thing to kind of talk about yeah. but i also guys it's a pandemic i need it let's call mom back right. and then i know we have ryan o'connell coming up amy hi ma how are you Okay, how are you? I'm good, Mom. Listen, I don't want to put you on the spot. <laughs> but? Um, you're on uh, the podcast. Dan is here. How are you? Hi, Dan. I'm okay. Um, Hi, how are I you? I think some deliveries from Costco in public, mm-hmm. and it's over, over guests. And I'm okay. Okay. How are you? I'm great. Um, I love when you get into podcast mode. It always makes me smile. <laughs> Um, I want to ask you a favor. Do you mind, uh, telling just very quickly, you only have a couple minutes, the story of our relative who came to the apartment and poured the juice back in the carton. Well, I have to tell you, there is not much to say, and I'm very happy to say, but to tell that it was not my side of the family. I want it out there. It was... You know, grandpa side of the family. Uh-huh. It was a cousin of grandpa from Cleveland, and I invited, and they were kosher, of which I'm not. But anyway, I invited them for brunch, and I only had, you know, like uh, lots and cream cheese and bagels, whatever, and it was brunch. So I served the orange juice, and she poured herself a glass. I am not sure, and I'm not going to swear here, I'm not sure if she even sipped it or not. I, I thought she sipped. You know what? Interesting, uh, interesting. I thought she sipped. Now, it doesn't okay. matter either way. I'm not sure. I am not swearing on it. That's why I'm not exactly sure. But let's say even if she didn't, mm. you just consider it sipped, and you just don't <laughs> pour it back into a cart. By the way, I'm just going to pause it right here and say the episode title is Consider It Sipped. Consider it yes. sipped. Like, you know, I mean, it's been sipped. Go on. And she poured it back. And then what happened? That's exactly right. So she poured it back in. And they, after they left, I threw the whole thing out. I poured it down their tray. And then I threw it out. Because, you know, you don't notice if somebody is actually, you know, lifting a glass to sip it. I mean, you know, there were other people there. Grandma, grandpa, us, you know, maybe you and Lenny and them. Mm-hmm. But I was in shock. Hold on one second. Yeah, I'm on the podcast with Michelle. What is it? Public broadcast. Yeah. Uh, the Brussels sprouts. They want to switch. To a Hold on. Case. I want no, to hear about the Brussels sprouts. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? The answer is not that. No, no, I ordered Brussels sprouts, but they want to switch it to uh, uh, asparagus. And the answer is no. Okay. So wait, so go on. Sorry, sorry, people that are listening to this. I know it's very exciting. But uh, I've been quarantined for 10 months. Uh-huh. So but you got vaccinated? Uh, yeah, the first one. Uh, the next one will be at the end of January. But one way or another, you still cannot leave your house. 
Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, true. Um, meanwhile, I know so, so many. Here. There are a lot of people going to Miami for for a break. Mm-hmm. It is, um, you know, I hate to use uh, nasty four-letter words. It starts with an S, and the next word is show. And that's what we have here. The numbers are exploding every Shit single show. day. Yeah, yeah. And, what, what happened yeah. to you recently, Ma? What's with you with the cursing? Lately, when my mom sends me a text where she curses, she puts asterisks in it. I never say that right. Asterisks. I never ever put, I, because it's not ladylike. I don't mom. want to be like the lady Mom, I'm going to search your text right now. You have 100% used the F word in text with me. Are you kidding me right now? I'm, I'm Googling mom fuck. I'm Googling mom fuck don't, right now. Don't Google it. I did. You already wrote. You already wrote. I'm starting to warm to Bronwyn a little. I think she has a fucked up. Oh, that was me. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. See all. You're not being framed. But lately, this is a woman who literally, I grew up with the filthiest mouth ever. And lately, it's F star CK. Uh huh. It's one thing to say it and then one thing to write it. Dad once texted me. Dad once texted me. Oh, after uh, Dad cursed. I, I had texted you a picture back May 3rd of 2018 of me and Carol Burnett. And dad wrote, mom is driving and shitting at the same time. That was what dad wrote. Okay, it's Debbie. It's not me. Yeah. All right. Well, mom, you've been so helpful. Listen, good luck with the breasty sprouts. <laughs> Listen, you know, this is your punishment for calling me. You know, I'm not good like you. I'm very No, good. no, no. We have a guest coming. That's <laughs> why I'm hanging up. That's why I'm hanging up. But oh, thank you I for see. admitting. Okay, have a wonderful Wait, day. Wait, mom, I have another question. Wait, mom, I have another question. Yes, yes, Quick. Then. 10 seconds or less. 60 seconds or less. How do you deal if you have a friend who's jealous of other people and maybe even you? And I know that you have, right? How do you tend to deal with that person? Do you say something to them? Do you cut them off? Do you deal with it? Do you talk behind their back? I, uh, before I cut them off, I try to give them as little information as possible. Because you don't want an evil eye shining back on you. That's right. Mm. So that's what I do. I give very, very little information. And if something actually, you know, seeps out, you do poi, poi, poi. Basically, That's yeah, it. They move on. You do a poi poi poi. Um, we read an advice column where the woman said that to um, what you really should do is sit down with your friend and go. You know, your behavior recently has been exhausting. I have to tell you, if it comes to that, I usually close the door on that friend. Mm. That's right. Okay. That's me. Well, listen. I don't Bye. mean to close the door on you, but we gotta go. But I love you. <laughs> Love you. Bye. 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 He said bye. Bye, Ma. Love you. Bye. Okay. Well, that was fun. You know, good old mom. Got a good old head on her shoulders, her shoulders. (laughs) Um, Ghost. Anyway, should I put eyeliner on before we get Ryan in here? I think maybe. I'm sure he's waiting in the in the room. But Dan, listen. First of all, you can go if you want to support Dan Acton, and you all should go buy his mask cases called Mask Motel. You go to maskmotel.com. You can follow him at Dan underscore Acton. My favorite thing ever is when I get DMs going, "Wow, Dan's hot!" Like so shocked. I'm like, "Yeah." I get mad. I'm like, yeah, "He's hot." Like, why wouldn't you think so? Um, and then of course me. Meanwhile, no one ever DMs me being like, "Wow, you're hot." Has anyone ever DM'd you been like, wow, Michelle's hot? Oh, that's Never. Time. I'll send you. Anyway, you can follow me on Instagram at Mishcall. And uh, that's it. But we have my friend Ryan O'Connell with us. Very excited. And here he is.
Oh my God, what a delightful addition to today's fabulous show. My guest, it's been such a long time coming having you here, Ryan. I know, it feels meant to be. I'm ready. I'm so ready. This is just someone who, um, really, when I lived in L.A., someone who truly eased me into Los Angeles culture. Um, He's brilliant, so funny, a writer, an actor. Uh, You can follow him on Instagram, at Ryan uh, O'Conn. You're not on Twitter. Is that true? I'm not. Isn't that a power move? It is a power move. Uh, Do you miss it? Do you 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 don't have, like, a fake Twitter, even? No, I just thought there's like much more interesting ways for me to feel bad about myself. Do you know what I mean? Well, forget about it, please. Why don't we talk to, <laughs> let's pull up my seamless um, order history and let me read that out loud. But Ryan also um, is just an incredible person because he has a Netflix show. That's all it takes these days to be incredible. Uh, yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're so welcome. It's called Special. Um, Ryan, you have 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. For this. Did wow. you know that? Well, you can't criticize the gay disabled show. You would go to jail. You know what I mean? We're kind of woke proof. I was going to say the 4%. Should we read the bad reviews and see who the fuck I'm these like, people ableist. are? Yeah, I'm like, ableist assholes. <laughs> <laughs> I actually am curious. Don't kill me. I'm not going to read what they no, say. Just fine. Watch the show. It's phenomenal. And, um, oh God, I'm getting ads for the new Dakota Johnson movie. Okay, that's exciting. Um, <laughs> season one. When is season two coming out? It's coming out in a few months. <gasps> it's very yeah, exciting. I know. It's only a two-year gap, LOL, between seasons. But, you know, it's you very, plan, God laughs. I think it's very Larry David of you to wait that long. It actually, oh, thank you. I think it's chic to be like, look, we're taking some years off. I got to yeah. figure things out. <laughs> and then we're going to come back and be phenomenal. Totally. Was it hard to get back into the swing of, like, making TV? It was because it was like it was, you know, I'd been home for like months and months just doing yeah. like my Hillary Clinton walk through the woods, you know, every day. Uh, uh-huh. And that was it. That was it. And so it was really hard to go from that to like, you know, 80 strangers in like, you know, like gas masks, like doing my makeup and like having to like, yeah. you know, be a person. Um, but it was crazy because we, we shot back in October when the cases in L.A. were so mild and mm. now they're very wild. So I'm almost like, God, were we ever so young? Like, I had it so good, I didn't even realize it. I feel that way, too. Just um, I just got back to New York a week ago. I tested negative twice, so I'm, I'm not Gorge. carrying that strain. I think mm-hmm. I do have a strain of something, but it's not that. Um, but no, I'm kidding. I feel great. It's a, okay. it's like, a joke. No, no, no. It's my, just... my, my tooth just, like, falls out. <laughs> I have this lip pimple that came in like four days ago. Do you see it? It's I'm on the zoom. I've like blurred my zoom, but it's killing me, but it's not, I don't have the herp. It's just ugly. Wait, Oh my God. Speaking of like mouth problems, I have a canker sore. (gasps) I know all all the viewers just turn off. Um, no, it's like, (laughs) hello. Have you you had one before? They are so psychotically painful. It's like almost comical. You know what I sometimes get? I'll sometimes get like a little something in the mouth. Rarely Mm -hmm. though, like a little bump. And then the next day it's gone. It's not, I'm herpes free. Thank God for that. But was yours inside (laughs) like an open sore? Honey, mine's inside. Yeah, it's a canker sore. So like I got it because I like I bit the inside of my mouth while I'm chewing when I was chewing because I'm truly a monster and like can't wait. You know what I mean? I'm like truly like the cookie monster. (laughs) That happens to everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, it's not good. So then um I knew when I bit, I was like, "Mm, something's not right. And then sure enough, here I am with a fucking painful canker sore, like barely able to eat anything. Oh my god. I'd rather have a canker sore than cankles, but I will add that I have a cankle sore. (laughs) I have a sore right in the center of my cankle. It's killing. 
killing me. Um, <laughs> Kankle so comedy. Kankle sore canker comedy. LOL. I'm, just, I'm, a, I'm a canker. Uh, I literally am a canker to everyone I know. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. The oh, point is, oh. kinky humor. Kinky Brewster. <laughs> um, no, I was oh. going to say that, uh, you know, we... It's like the devil you don't know thing where here in New York, obviously we were in full lockdown. Like May, I feel like we're the only city that is actually taking it like who believes in science, at least yes. in this country. Yes. Um, so it's nice because things are still open here. I haven't been anywhere because a, you know, I've just been home basically, but um, today's the day. This is my uh, baby's day out. The second this <clears throat> podcast is over, I'm like putting my rollerblades on. I'm uh, going, <laughs> going straight to Westchester. You know me. Wait, have you become a blader? No. <laughs> but just spiritually. Spiritually, um, my feet, sometimes if I'm walking really fast, I pretend I'm um, <laughs> Apollo Anton Ono. And I feel like I'm speed skating sometimes. Yeah. I love that. To the yeah. outlets. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I came back and it's, it's the same kind of feeling too where I'm just like, wow, things feel almost okay here. And I have a feeling in a month because coming from London where everything was shut down. Right. Every, but they're also, I mean, God bless them. And you know, I love them, but they're like idiots there, Ryan. Really? Like what was the vibe? Um, I think I, Tracy, correct me if I, I think I told the story last week, but I, I went to Marks and Spencer because it was the only store that was open. Basically it had Gorge. food and sweaters. And, yeah. um, this woman got near me, young blonde girl with no mask. And I went, I'm so sorry. Do you mind? I realized you have to ask it in a kind way. Instead of being like, put your mask on like New York, you have wow. to go. I, my lungs are Swiss cheese. Do you mind for me putting your mask on? And she went, well, are you the police? Are you the police? Uh, 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 oh, yeah, okay. I'm not putting it on, so whatever. And I went, okay, wow. well, there are people dying. And she went, yeah, I don't care. And I turned to my girl and I went, okay, she, like, screaming. You know I'm out of my mind, you, like, foam and get the mouth <laughs> rabbit. I was like, she doesn't care about people dying. And that was it. But just no one, it, it was scary. When I left, I was kind of grateful to go because what do you think the English would be on top of it? But they don't give... That's why Brexit happened, honestly. I find it comforting that people are idiots elsewhere. Like, I, I, it's horrible, but I find it soothing that we're not the only, like, goof troop country. Yeah. Goof you troop. Know what I, mean? I love the goof troop. <laughs> <laughs> I am goofy. I'm Lady Goofy. What is his girlfriend's name? Like, Petunia? I feel like that is me. I don't me. know. I, I watched a goofy movie, which was, like, a nadir during my quarantine viewing. I was like, well... Honey, let's go dumpster diving for content. Let's see what we can come up with. <laughs> and like Jonathan with like his soul left his body. He was like, why are you making me watch this? And I was like, I honestly have no idea. I've lost the plot. <laughs> there's a, there's been a moment like that for everyone where, do you think that that was your, your bottom? I'm trying to think of what mine was. Uh, I've had a lot of bottoms. I've had like a lot. I mean, I'm like truly like grasping at Coke straws for like, I feel like I've watched everything. I'm like, I'm like, you know, revisiting Bravo shows. I'm like, you know, it's, that's when it's it gets dark. Good. Yeah. Yeah. When you it's, revisit. It's, well, there's the, I feel like with Bravo, like there's certain content that I like wouldn't let myself go to like emotionally. Cause I thought I was better than that. Mm. And I, the quarantine has proved that I'm not. And that, you know, I'm, you know, I've gone places emotionally, physically and spiritually that I thought I would never go. What? Give me an example of one of those shows. Cause I'm like that um, as well. Below Deck Med. I'm love. there now. Okay. I mean, but by the way, I love it. I honestly am like, Below Deck is quietly, I think, probably one of the best Bravo shows. It's TV. hands down the best Bravo show. And uh, it's, I, I actually am shocked to hear you say that because I was thinking you were going to say it like a real, like for like Southern Charm. Like I don't watch Southern oh, Charm. Well, okay. I do Southern Charm and mm -hmm. I will say 
this season has been an exercise in self-harm. I'm, I'm emotionally cutting like the whole time. It's, it's not good. It's actually truly horrible and it needs to just go away. I agree. Um, it's, it's really bad. Did you watch Southern Charm before or never? I watched one season of it and I remember like being attracted to Shep. I think is his name. Sure, I know. Whatever. Well, you know, when you're attracted to Shep, you know that you need to go to therapy. For I a stopped watching. Years. I yeah, well, yeah, yeah, first totally. of all, tell me something I don't know. <laughs> Second of all, I literally was like, I can't watch this show. Like, I can't watch guys in pink polos and khakis and golf gloves hang out with each other. It just was my Barnard yeah. education would not allow me to continue. Yeah, the misogyny is like in HD. Yeah, that's you hilarious. Can't hide it. Yeah, it's just like not good. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Below Deck is, are you watching this season of Below Deck, regular plane Below Deck? Of course. Oh my God. Are you kidding? Rachel? Okay. 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 I'm so, by the way, I'm so grateful for you. Can I just say something before we go on? I actually yeah. really miss you. And like, this is connecting me back to you in a way that I needed. And so it's I soothing. want the listener to know that. Okay. Rachel, the chef who well, tell people about Rachel, Ryan. Well, Rachel. So first of all, we, I know having watched below deck for all the seasons that, you know, chefs are a personality. <laughs> they're a little kooky. They're a little mercurial. They're a little up and down and all around. And Rachel fits that bill to a T honey. She, you never know what you're going to get. It's Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. And, uh, she has gone off the rails. I would say in the last few episodes, you know how I know that she truly lost it. Forget the behavior, which we're going to get to the drunken antics from this week. The fact that she, like, the girls on that show always look cute. Frankly, everyone always dresses cute. Like, when they go out yeah. to their, like, once a week. I mean, they're basically slaves. It's Amistad with white people. <laughs> like, they're on this boat. They are um, miserable. They're treated like garbage by the people who come on yes. the, you know, the guests or whatever who come on. But then one night a week, they get to, like, let loose, hook up, have sex with each other, be dumb. Blackout. <laughs> blackout get drunk and, yeah. uh, and most of them are hot so that's exciting yes. it's fun to watch and um, although I, it's funny because they're they really are all white like they well, rarely yes. have non-white people working it's funny I just thought of that yeah very rarely and then also I've noticed that sometimes a non-hot person will sneak into the cast and I'm like oh they're actually like it's a it's been a, a busy season they couldn't get someone do you know what I mean because I think sometimes they just hire them because they're good looking rather than talented oh always but you know but you know when a non-hot person sneaks in, you're like, oh, they're actually just good at their job and they need someone to, like, run the ship. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I actually don't know any of their names other than Rachel and, like, Eddie, <laughs> the bosun, I think. But but how I knew yes. Rachel was fucked up, Ryan, was that she kept what? wearing that same wrinkled, white, shitty tunic every yeah. time they went out. Like, it, it almost was, like... And they all look cute. They all get dresses on. She can wear whatever she wants, but it's like that yeah. same wrinkled white linen tunic. I'm like, oh, she doesn't care about the cameras. Nope. She's there to make some money. She wants to get back to her Italian boyfriend, who let's also unpack that for a minute. And, um, and she got so wasted this week. Now, she I got saw... wasted on their, their day off. That's they have, right. You, they usually, each season, they have, you know, Captain Lee's like, okay, guys, like, you've deserved it. Go to, like, some random resort and, like, get blackout wasted during the day. Yeah. And they're like, yes! Like, that's, like, their utopia. I, I mean, I would, it would be mine as well. It seems fun. I feel like, you know what I wouldn't like about doing it? The beds, like, where they sleep are too tiny for me. Oh, are you kidding me? Or, like, or like when one of them gets sick, I mean, first of all, I feel like Corona has, like, made me triggered by, like, any kind of sickness, like, yeah. on screen. But, like, the fact that, like, being sick in that little cubby hole, oh, my God, I, bone chilling. My teeth are chattering. That girl, I've, again, I don't know her name, the skinny one, she had a cold, <laughs> and they were like, and also they were like, oh, put her in the guest room. I'm thinking, what? Are they going to, like, disinfect it before the next guest? I 
I didn't understand that at all. I can't. No, no, no. The the, the logic it, that was pre-corona logic. We would never do that now. You have a point. But um, anyway, Rachel got so drunk, and it's not the first time it's happened that she. It it was painful for me to watch. Like it just because I actually like her. She's an extremely talented chef, probably one of the best they've ever had in the kitchen. Doesn't complain. She does her job, puts that delicious food, keeps everybody happy. But she has a look in her eyes that is abnormal. When you look she's at her, dish. she's nuts. Yeah, she's she's a daemon. The daemon comes out when she's when she's drinking. Yeah, you the know mailer I mean? daemon. Yes. The da- <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah. I, no, and it's it's um she she got drunk before and she quit, which I was obsessed with. Like she just saw a preference sheet and she goes like eat my cooter, like fuck oh you. Oh my god, when she said eat my cooter a couple times, who she said, loves it. I yeah. the podcast didn't cut out. I'm processing it. It's just so when she kept saying to Captain Lee, who I've met, lovely guy, eat my cooter, I'm going, what kind of that's like backwards to a point. That's like Appalachian to a level that I don't know what part of the country that's it's from. It's very winter's bone. But like also like have you <laughs> have you wait, so also rewind, you've met Captain Lee because yes. you know, I have a huge crush on him. I mean my taste really runs like I'm looking for like someone who puts the hoe in hospice. So like I'm yes. really like Captain Lee hits all my buttons. I'm like, you have five years to live, come cuddle me. Um, Captain Lee couldn't be a lovelier man. I've actually met him and his wife, not to cock block you, um, but I think you've got a shot is what I'd like to say. Lovely lady. He's, he's wonderful. You know, he comes on, he's very, um, matter of fact. I've also met uh, Captain Sandy with her girlfriend came on my show. Oh, well, who I, ju- who I just have met cause I'm on season two of Below Deck Med and Wait, she's, I what? mean, I'm, 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 oh, yeah, so I'm just I actually started. genuinely nearly fainted that you were going to be on an episode of Below Deck Med. And I'm like, Ryan, that you buried the lead here. <laughs> oh, you just <laughs> met her on TV as a viewer. Yes. Okay, go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I, I would say this is just preliminary. I, I'm only on like episode four of season two. So she's new to me. And I will say her captain style is different very. than what I'm used to. She's very much up in the grill. She's very like, I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. You know what I mean? And that's, that's really her steez. And I'm just not used to it. Cause like Captain Lee is hands off. I used to love Captain Sandy and Captain Lee. And I'm just going to tell you right now, I'm not going to spoil anything. Cause I actually think below deck med is a better show than regular below deck. Um, Ooh. you'll, you'll see that eventually, but this past season with Hannah, I don't know if Hannah's on season two. Is she probably not? Uh, I think, I think she is. Is she? Yeah. Um, this past season, Sandy really, really fell down a couple of rungs for me. She became very clicky with like the wrong people. She became very unprofessional. Um, I don't know what it is. Maybe I I think that working with Bravo rots your brain, not in a bad way. I'm dying for it to happen to me, but I just feel like after so many seasons of television, maybe she forgot, like I'm actually supposed to captain this ship. No, no, she doesn't want to do that. She wants to kiki. She wants to have fun. She wants to live, laugh, love and not steer. You know what I mean? That's exactly right. I know that you're also watching. um, Well, did you watch OC this season or no? Oh, yeah. So OC is historically hard for me. Now, I I will always go there because, again, I'm I have my own issues and I I'm an addict and I need I need a hit. But 
OC is <laughs> relentlessly bleak. I mean, yeah. no lols. Like I go to like, like New York to me is lol. This season, New York was much more like OC to me where it was so dark that I was truly like blackout curtains a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but OC to me is like, wow, these women are all living these dark lives. And then Corona. Although I will say I am loving Elizabeth and I don't, and I want to be okay with saying this, that she gives me such intense lesbian vibes. Yeah. Like when she, when she talked about the turn radius of that car, I was like, okay, she's what literally about the with Ellen. Oh, right. I know. The boy. <laughs> no. Like, <laughs> Elizabeth, let me tell you this. I, I hear where you're coming from. It's interesting that it would be Bronwyn, the one coming out. You know what I mean? And like, oh, I know. let I know. them live their lives and be happy with whatever they, they do in their lives. But I just can't stand Elizabeth having nothing to do with her energy trauma. and yeah. her trauma. Oh, her energy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. No. Cause her energy does read as very Barnard grad. I can say that. Right. Um, <laughs> I can say Greta that. Gerwig, are you on the phone? <laughs> uh, sorry. We have Greta here. Now Greta, Greta, Hey Greta, you watch OC. No, but it's true. I know where you're coming from with her because she, she has like real softball energy. I'll put it that way. Yeah. And, um, whatever that means. I just can't stomach her. I don't think she adds anything to the show. I And whether it's because there are walls up, and obviously she had trauma, we just learned, and yes. you know that's a horrible thing. Her mom, the whole thing, what's eating Gilbert Grape, not interested. I just, yeah. there, there's so much trauma on television that to bring yes. this girl in who doesn't, who I'm not even on her side, like doesn't offer me anything in intelligence, in glamour, right. Right. terrible taste. Um, yes, she does have questionable taste. It's like I will Sutton. Say that. It's like Sutton. Yeah. Why the fuck did they bring Sutton in? Sutton was well, a Sutton, waste of space to me. Well, Sutton to me had the most insane arc I've ever seen of a housewife where she came in ready to work for her paycheck. She came in guns, guns blazing, being like, I'm going to start some shit. I'm going to ruffle some feathers. And then something happened between like episodes two and three where she like fully understood what she was doing. Yeah. And then she truly became like a haunted house. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know, like truly like the spirit left her body. And then she just truly like became full blown, like teeth chattering. Like, what am I doing here? She like shrank away and just became like, a corn husk of a human. It like, was truly. weird. It was weird that one episode where she opened her mouth and bats flew out. I didn't expect that either. <laughs> but when it happened, I thought that makes sense. Honestly, although mm. although her saying "let the mouse go" to Dorit was truly iconic. I love that. I don't think they should bring her back. I, you know, no. I'm so exhausted with some of these women. I, if I never looked at Shannon Bedore and her hot as shit boyfriend, explain that to me, P.S. Again. Well, no. he's kind of a, I think he's kind of a gigolo. I mean, not like literally, but I think there's some, something's oh, going on there. He's in it for the money. I mean, it's yeah. a horrible thing to say, but I, there's no other explanation as to why he puts up with her. And you mean her- it's not Shannon Medora's like knee slapping sense of humor and physical comedy? I hate when these women try to like literally <laughs> cosplay as like, Lu- like Lucille Ball, like literally be like, <laughs> and it's like, honey, stop it. We're yeah. not at the laugh factory. Like put it to bed. You know what I mean? They are. Kelly Dodd to me is um, so toxic also that and the whole conservative thing with her and just really the truth is that you see that she really is dumb and confident and you go, wow, that's like the entire Trump. It's like all of MAGA in this one woman where she's so confident that she's more powerful than the virus. She's more powerful than any of your insults or um, 
insults or criticisms. You know, yes. she just puts her little Bruno Mars fedora on and, you know, it goes with her guy, Rick, whatever. Um, she's so... T- I cannot stomach Kelly. I agree with you that I don't enjoy watching it. I watched the finale yesterday. And actually, funny enough, towards the end, I started to like Bronwyn. Only towards the end. I like Bronwyn. I really do. But I flip-flop because I feel like there's a lot of stuff that we don't see. Because it's like, I feel like there's a little... She's a little bit, like, uh, aware of her image. And I think that she's like... Like, I I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. I feel like I'm not getting the full story with her. Because I like her because she's really honest and she owns her shit. Like, she's like, I'm an alcoholic. Like, my husband and I are going through, like, problems. I think it's such a nice contrast to, like, the denial that the other women live in. But I also just, like, don't necessarily fully trust you know what I mean? My, I completely agree. I mean, no one dislikes her more than my mom, by the way. I should actually, I called her earlier. I should just call her. My mom cannot stomach Bronwyn, but watching her fight with them about being liberal yesterday, I was like, I have to like her because she's yeah. the only person there who, you know, has half a brain cooking in there. I hate to say it. I know. They're all, they're all like the stupids. But, oh my God, my favorite moment was when... Um, Shannon called her daughters when they were in quarantine and to tell them that she had the coronavirus and her daughter literally couldn't get up from her phone. She was just like texting and she was like, that's so sad. They literally didn't didn't give a shit. They were like, mom, like chill out. And she's like, no, you don't understand. And she's like, mom, come on. Well, because it's the boy who cried wolf. She always has some shit going on. So I actually like her daughters. Um, They are, they're like what I wish I looked like when I was their age. I like look at them like. They're like the Lisbon sisters. They're literally like Lux Lisbon from the Virgin Suicide. It's like literally you're like, okay, you're They're stunning. They're like stunning model kids. Well, Simon yeah. was, I mean, listen, Shannon's pretty. Simon was, hot. Is Simon was his name? No. Oh, wait, Simon, Simon was Tamara's ex. What's this guy's um, name? David. David. David Bedore. David, yeah. um, David was hot. Say what you oh, will. I want to fuck David. I mean, Ugh. honey, again, I, I'm not proud of the things that I've done and I have felt. Like, <laughs> like, like, I want to fuck David Bedore. Sorry. No, by the it's way. True. Can I say something? David Nada. That's going to be his new last name. Because obviously you do. He was, and frankly, Simon was hot too, but Simon had like army hammer energy a little bit. I feel like Simon would want to like eat my beating live heart while I'm like choking to death. Um, Whereas like David would do it too, but like so sweetly. I'd be like, baby, as like he's cutting me open. I'd be like, you're being crazy right now. You like wouldn't know because you'd just be like, he'd be like making sweet love and it would feel really good until you realized you were missing a kidney and you're like, babe, hello. We need like a bathroom full of ice. I'm like, my baby is so crazy. I wake up. Um, I like I just, the bad boys. What can I say? I was like, my heart's ripped from it. Like, <laughs> my body is literally stuffed into sausage casings, hung over a rope. And I'm like, I'm so in love. As like I my know, eyes I'm are like, blinking okay. in separate sausages. Um, also, let's talk Salt Lake City. And then I do want to bring up Army with you because I do know that you're going to have, we have so much to get to. I wanted to talk about gaze over COVID with you. I've, I have a lot oh. to talk about. We have a lot. Yeah, yeah. Quickly with Salt Lake City, I have an unpopular Ooh. opinion. Okay, go ahead. Now, oh, I was going to say earlier that one of my hopes for Bravo is that they stop casting alcoholics. Like, I'm just over it. Impossible, though, babe, because that is like, that's what keeps the train moving. The train moves on alcoholism. Does it, Like, though? that's just what, you know what I mean? Like, Leah and everybody and Dorinda and Luann. It's yeah, just it's Sonia. Like, well, I mean, it's like... I mean, well, New York this season was like, to me, the nadir of that whole operation. And I'm a new, I'm a rony bitch from hell. I, I love them. I'm yeah, ride yeah. or die. But it truly was becoming an episode of August OCH County. Do you know what I mean? Uh, it was like, 
this is not That's like, a, do you, know you should mean? do the real houses of Osage County. Yeah. Think about it. it. Was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh-huh. just like, it was like, okay, honey, like you guys just need to go to rehab. Like it's like, you're, you're just like with your drunk aunts and it's getting dark. You know what I mean? It, it got too dark for me. And I, I've met pretty much all of them except for Leah. I've met every one um, of them. Dorinda is obsessed with you. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be like a lurker, but, um, you know, I see she, she hits you up. She wanted to introduce you to her friends in London. I'm sorry. Am I blowing up your spot? Not even remotely. I I saw Dorinda at a distance outdoor. This was, uh, when was this? Over the summer. Outdoor only. I went to Bluestone Manor. And because I... You didn't know that? Oh, yeah, I went. No. I didn't take any pictures because... You know, it just wasn't the time to do that. Um, and also, sure. I'm not like a star oh, wait, fucker wait. like that. No, yeah. no. Oh, my God. Bluestone Manor, my wires got crossed. I do know that you went there because you talked about it on the pod. I thought you, my brain went blue hole. Like, what's that place called? Like, Bluestone Hill Farms in oh. upstate New York? <laughs> yeah. No, they wouldn't let me go there. That's like the most expensive restaurant in all of America. Yeah, no. Stone. What is that place? That's how non-foodie I am. I'm like, what's that my, place My friend got married there. And we had, it was honestly the chicest thing I've ever experienced in my entire life. Was, it was insane. Was it a wealthy was, friend? Had to be. Yeah. Oh, honey. Yeah, of course. It's not the boxcar children over there. Are you kidding me? It's like, yeah, you're not. It's like a million dollars, I'm sure. Um, okay, but you went to the manor in the Berkshire. No, I went to the manor. Dorinda's always been nice uh, to me. I like her. She's very sweet. Yeah. I mean, listen, you know, you can't really lock Dorinda down. Like, I tried to actually get her to do the podcast. That's just not going to happen. Um, you should have Hannah on. Her daughter. I met Hannah. Hannah's lovely, by the way. She's very sweet. Another one who's like supermodel. I like she, she was outside. She is, but she's like serving like cruel intentions meets Brett Easton Ellis realness. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Like, so is Luann's daughter, though. Luann's oh, daughter has Victoria! that too. Victoria! Yes. Victoria! Like, by the way, I feel like I just like, that's a curse. Like you said Victoria three times in the mirror. <laughs> oh my God. LOL. Scary, scary, scary. No, we can't say that because we're, we're I'm one of the friends on Countess and Friends. We oh, can't sorry. say that. Oh my God. Sorry. But okay. We don't have to edit it out because I didn't say it, but Ryan O'Connell, <laughs> I've never met Victoria. I'm sure she's lovely. But wait, I want to talk quickly Salt Lake City then we're going to talk Army Hammer Salt Lake City what I was going to say controversially is that when it started for me it was like getting um like the Pulp Fiction needle to the heart I was like this has the potential to be the best city season everybody was killing it and Ryan maybe I'm speaking out of turn I don't want to make enemies here But now I watched this week's episode and I'm like falling a little flat with it. And I can't decide. I I think I've decided that I, it it feels very produced, like so produced. And honestly, I don't like Jen. I really like Jen when it started. And now I'm like over Jen. I can't even look at her face. Really. It's just, I'm like, Oh, am I burning out so quickly? It just started. I love Heather. Um, love, uh, Whitney. I like a lot. Um, yeah. You Michelle, know, Mary- that is yeah. that is the correct take. That is the correct take because I was so there where I was like, I was locked in. Because, you know, every Real Housewives franchise, it takes a while to find its sea legs. And so you know that as a viewer, you're like, okay, I'm committing to you. I'm giving you my time and energy. And I know that by like the, the middle of season one, you're going to really take off and be, everything's going to gel. Salt Lake City to me was the opposite. Salt Lake City was like first episode. I was like locked and loaded. Let's party. I'm addicted to you. Let's get married, et cetera, yes. et cetera. And I agree that it's that it's dropped off a little bit. And I think it's because their friendships are not organic. They're very produced. Like you can tell that they're not in each other's lives 
in a real way. So in order to get them all together, it feels so manufactured. Yes. I mean, even, even more so. I mean, all this shit's manufactured. Like those trips, those vacations they take. Like who gives a shit? We know that's not real. We don't care. We suspend disbelief because we want the vacation drama. Right. But, but it's like, but this is like, you guys don't talk at all. Like there's just no, you're not in each other's life whatsoever. And then when Whitney had to like, go confront uh, Jen at the party. That was so clearly like the producers being like, honey, you got to do your job. You got to do your, this is like, this is part of it. You got to go confront these women. And she was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) She looked like Thumper. She had Thumper vibes. She like walked over and then Heather was there poking it. The whole thing felt, you know what I realized? I, Heather's the best one on the show. But you know what I realized about it? That like for the past three three weeks, I want to say, I haven't seen the last 20 minutes. Like I somehow fall asleep or I just like forget. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I don't even know that. And I start the next week and I'm going, wait, there was a fight. Like I don't even realize that I haven't watched the rest. It's also, I would say, a little low key unsettling. Now, all the housewives, there's a certain element of ghoulishness and like creepiness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it just, you just have to be a little bit off to be on the show. But I think it's the the double marriage of Mormonism and being a housewife that takes it to a level of ickiness mm. that is a little uncomfortable. Like some, like it all feels like slightly off-brand housewives. Like it's like the like you know what I mean. It's like the Kirkland brand. Yes, you know what I mean. Yes, yes. And you're like okay, like like Meredith is creepy. She's spooky. Like she I, just is. I actually agree. And you know what? You're the first person brave enough to say that. And is that I, bad to say? Is that like is that an unpopular opinion? Like, well, she's I think creepy. it is. I find her beautiful. So like you look at her and you're yeah. like, wow, she's like stunningly beautiful, skinny, blah blah blah. I cannot stomach her son. I'm sorry. I just I don't find oh any room in my life. For he's him. angling. He's angling, honey. He wants he wants to be a housewife. I mean, he's he's there doing his job essentially. I guess, but also it's um it's oh god. I just know people like him, and they're they're not for me, and that's okay. Yeah. You know, people yeah. who've grown up with money like that, who just feel above everything and everyone, and don't open themselves up to new experiences or arts or education or anything. They just also yeah. Brooks and Meredith are literally savage. Savage Grace, the sequel. Is that where Mother and Son sleep together? I don't know about it. I would have gotten with Spanking the Monkey. That's my reference point for Mother's Son. We all have our incest touchstones. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Flowers yeah. in the Attic, that was sister, yeah. brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't Savage count. Savage Grace was Julianne Moore and her gay son, and they <gasps> have sex. Wait, really? Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's I hideous. That. I mean, it's, yeah, it's Ugh. not the one. I saw it with my mom. No. I, I couldn't admit. Yeah, I didn't know what it was really about. And so, yeah, anyway, it was a moment. I can't that- believe that I've never heard of this movie or that no one's ever told me you saw it with your mom. That should be like, that, <laughs> that should be in the Netflix IMDb. promo <laughs> materials. <laughs> it should be in the wiki page. <laughs> On the icky page, Wikipedia. Thank you. Um, so, okay, enough about that. And I know because we have a part two to get to, but I want to just also ask you quickly, Ryan. Yes. Uh, and I, I've told everyone that we've recorded this like days before it's released. So my joke is that there's going to be like a government overthrow Monday and we're not yes. having brought it up once. Uh, I do want to talk a bit about the Army Hammer stuff because it just is juicy. And, um, you know, it, to show you how vanilla I am in my sex life, I didn't know what CNC stood for. I don't know what that means either. Okay, we're both so fucking sweet. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh my god. It means Virginal. it's a. Ter- and by the way, trigger warning here. Even though I know that that's extremely woke to say, you never know. I don't want to upset anybody. Um, I'm like trigger warning, and I spoil the end of The Sopranos. I'm like the screen cuts to black. So 
Uh, no, it means consensual, non-consensual. So basically okay. like rape fantasies, which I didn't, okay. I, I just have never heard. I, I thought, oh, CNC I've Music Factory. Yeah. Things that make yeah. you go, no. Uh, <laughs> things that make you go, please don't. <laughs> so dumb. Um, I'm but, no, but it, long story short, did you read, did you follow that girl on Instagram? I followed her when she was private, House of Effie, and I read all the DMs. She seems a bit, I feel bad for her because she seems herself a bit lost. And it's okay. like sad that she's kind of going through all this media scrutiny right now because she, I think, has some issues um, and sure. is crying a lot. And I, I feel, feel for her. But have you dug into this? Because I really have. I haven't dug into it that much. I know that he, so he sent these DMs saying like, I want to cut off your toe. I want to like own you XOXO. Um, and that's all I got. Cause I just like, just saw it very briefly. Yeah. And then, but I also know that Army Hammer's come into fire for his DMs before. Like, hasn't he like DM'd women before saying kind of weird shit? I don't know. I feel like it's not the first time at the DM rodeo for him. Um, the DM rodeo, by the way, uh, just sounds fun. And I wish that I were there right now, just like riding on the back of a huge horse. I don't know what that even means. No, it, I think he probably has gone in hot water. I don't know how to put it. It just, um, the thing for me is that he actually did like ignore safe words and things like that. Like the DMs, you know what? You can fantasize in DMs all you want and talk about cannibalism and eating. Oh, he was, he wants to eat people. He, and he said publicly in interviews that he like, um, his favorite movie is raw, which I couldn't sit through, by the way. I tried to watch it. I was like, no, no, no. I swear, honey, it's that rich people. He's coming. He comes from one of the richest families in LA. I swear to God, there's, there's no way he's okay. You know what I mean? He's rich. He's six foot five. He's hot as shit. He's famous. It's like, of course he's into cannibalism. It would be that or like scat porn. Like it's all, they have to push the limits because in order to to get get, the rocks off. That's right. Yep. Totally. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank Sad. God I'm none of those things because it takes so little for me. <laughs> Thank God I'm not rich enough to need cannibalism to get off. Yeah. You know what? Can we let's meditate on that at the end of this part one? If you are someone who doesn't get off on cannibalism, hey, good for you. It means you didn't grow up with a lot, and we respect you for it. Exactly. It means your credit score is not great. Yeah. Let me call it means you're I'm thinking of the word FICO. I don't know. My brain just like shut down because there's like 400 pigeons across the air shaft all listening. And by the way, they're loving it. So why don't we go? We're going to go. We'll be back on Thursday with part two. I'm here with Ryan O'Connell. If you haven't watched a uh, special, his series on Netflix, first of all, you have no excuse because they're like such short episodes and they're all so funny that you should sit and watch. He stars in them, writes it. He's hilarious. Uh, Jessica Hecht, who we love is in it. Um, and also, yeah, follow Ryan on Instagram at, uh, what's your Instagram, Ryan? Ryan Ocon. Ryan Ocon. It's right here. Also buy his book called I'm Special. It's what the show is based on. And um, we're going to be back. We're also going to talk about um, Mary-Kate's divorce at some point. I'm oh, curious. Oh, my God. My heroine. The Part- bomb that we all needed as a society. <laughs> Part two. We'll see you then. This has been a Forever Dog production. Midnight Snack with Michelle Collins is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Produced by Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Gabe Lopez. Cover art by Ben Wiseman. 
To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash team. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear this show every single day, go to www.patreon.com mishcall. M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things. Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye, guys.